Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Rome Business Radio. This is the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, which are located on Broad Street in the Hardy on Broad Space, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. I'm Carly Parker with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Today on our podcast, we have Pam Power Smith. Yeah, also with the Rome Floyd Chamber. That's, She's that's our your president. Boss. Our president. I was getting there. Roger. And then we also have two great gentlemen that we know very well as well. Um, we have Shane Wally with River City Bank, and then we have David Tomlin with RCB Wealth Management. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. How are we doing? We're good. good. Great. Pam, thank you for gracing us with your presence. <laughs> I'll come anytime. Did I, did I see on Facebook, have you been traveling? I, I did. Where, where'd you go? We did a big trip to yeah. Europe and the UK and did lots of sporting events. Oh. Yeah, we did Tour de France, Wimbledon, and the Open. You you attended, not participated. Correct. Yeah, okay. Wait, thank you for clarifying. Because I am an athlete. <laughs> uh, well, if, if if the pre pre podcast conversation is um, any indication, we're going to have a lot of fun in this one because we were we were off on a college football tangent and laughing and joking and poking fun before. But hello, gentlemen, Shane and David. How are we? We are good, doing great. Okay, so Shane, just I guess we'll start with you. Uh, River City Bank. What is your job title? What what do, what do you want our listeners to know about your fine institution? Sure. So, well, we are best bank uh, of Rome. We were voted <laughs> the best bank in 2021 and hope to win again this year. Uh, my title is commercial relationship manager. So uh, I, I'm, I'm a relationship manager. Uh, I can do consumer and commercial, uh, but primarily focus on commercial relationships, uh, attaining those relationships, growing those relationships, and maintaining them within the bank. So it's my primary responsibility. But I, apparently I do podcasts as well now. So. <laughs> well, um, relationships in banking are it's mean, the key. Yeah, I was going to say that's, that's not it. some that's that's a critically important job. Well, relationships in all business are key, but you do want a personal experience when you walk into a bank. So, is that what you focus on? Absolutely. Um, and I like getting out of the bank. Really, you know, we we, we in my role we love to get out, uh, see money in motion. I love riding around Rome and seeing uh, all the deals that that I have been a part of, and uh, to see those businesses flourish, and and to see the real estate that we. Uh, lend money on, watch it flourish as well. So um, I really enjoy getting out, being part of the community. We are uh, a community bank. Uh, we're the only true community bank that's headquartered in Rome. Uh, and um, it's just a great place to work. It, you know, I wor- worked at a larger institution before this one. I've been at River City for uh, going on three years now. And it's just great to be part of a, a bank that puts uh, the community first and, uh, and, and cares about the people. How did River City get its name? I'm teasing. <laughs> we are literally right on the river, and we just uh, opened a branch up in Blairsville. And uh, I asked our president, I said, are there any rivers up there? And he said, yeah, there are. It works out great. So, it, works out. it worked out perfectly. And I, I visited the branch uh, recently, and it's, it's beautiful. It, it looks uh, aesthetically much like ours here in Rome. And so, um, yeah, we're, we're right uh, on a very valuable piece of real estate right here in downtown Rome, right on the corner in between the rivers. Well, thanks. I know you said you like getting out. Thanks for getting out today and coming to our hearty sure. old space for the, the big Rome Chamber podcast. Uh, okay, David, RCB Wealth Management, um, branded as RCB Wealth Management. So sure. that, that is your role. Tell us, tell us what you do and how you can make me rich. Sure. <laughs> well, I, I love that. Sure, just set it up. The, uh, well, I'm one of uh, three wealth advisors. We have a team of advisors, uh, 
And uh, our, our purpose is to help people with their life and financial planning. And so we help out whether it's wealth planning is a broad, but we help out with retirement. We help out with education planning. We help out with inheritances. We help out with just savings in general. And so, uh, but there's three of us there that help out with that. All right. What is the biggest mistake people make that they should not make? <laughs> in, in in investing or in uh, in life or uh, I mean we do a holistic approach I can tell you, I can tell you some of the most expensive ones but that's, that's in, their, right. in their college choices no right. that's right no really I, I think the biggest one is starting too late I think people need to start young and that's the hard part for all of us we get to a part in our lives where we look back and go man if I'd only done a little more or if I'd only signed up and participated in my company's retirement plan or if I'd only done something that would help my future because we're too busy enjoying today or we're too busy, you know, whatever that may be. Yeah, that's a difficult concept to grasp when you're young, that the sooner you can put your money to work for you, right, the more there will be on the back end. Well, it is. The, the power of compounding and whether that's truly saving from an interest standpoint or whether that's investing in whatever you choose to invest in, uh, looking back over time, and that's the Compound interest, the two most powerful words in finance. Compound interest. That's right. Um, I remember being young and going to work for a big company in Atlanta and, uh, you know, they 401k. Sure. You know, this is many years ago, of course. Now people kind of know what they are, but at the time it was, you know, what is this? And then somebody explained it to me like, they're going to match and it's basically free money. Correct. It's, you know, they're going to match to a certain point. I forgot what it was. Sure. So, it was like, oh, yeah, I'm enrolling in this. <laughs> right, right. Um, sure, sure. And I had a I had a young man come in the other day, um, kind of ahead of his time. He was in his 20s, and he said, hey, I've got some money I want to do. You know, I'm thinking about getting in the market. I want to invest money. And I had a couple different questions. The first one is, do you have a some emergency fund? Do you have some money set aside because your car is going to have to get new tires? You're going to need something done. You can't go completely illiquid. And then the other was, um, are you participating in your company's plan. And before you hand, before you do that, this is a great idea and you need to do that. But he was leaving money on the table. And I told him, you got to go. So tomorrow, go in and talk to your HR and find out what they match and find out and at least do enough to get the match and start that part of it. Right. And the earlier, the better. Sure. Sure. He was in his twenties. So he's got, I mean, it was perfect. And it was great that he actually went and asked somebody a question. Right. Yeah. Well, because when you're that age, sometimes you're thinking about, okay, I, I'm saving up to get out of an apartment and into a house, or I'm getting married, or the first child is on the way. Right. And you're thinking, I've got to throw every dollar into my current life. But really, you need to be putting some dollars away for your later life. That's right. Um, okay. Uh, and Pam, these guys active in the chamber, and you said you, you came today to join us because you said... They're my favorite. Yeah. Whoa, we don't have favorites. That's right. <laughs> okay, you're until right. until somebody else hears this, and then they're there. Yeah, yes, we know better. Yeah. Don't we know better. We love, we love a lot of people. There you go. Carly's new, and she doesn't want to offend all the other <laughs> all the other ambassadors. But yes, they are ambassadors, which means they volunteer for us. They come to our ribbon cuttings and our business after hours events, and anytime we need to have volunteers, or if they just want to visit with the folks that we're having an event with, so they are very crucial to what we do. How does one become an ambassador? So it's a lengthy process. No. Um, <laughs> Um, we're actually, Highly selective. <laughs> we're actually not accepting any right this minute, but we will be later so, in the year. Oh, well, mm-hmm. yeah, it can't be a cool club if everybody can get in. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, they can just have a conversation with Carly, and we can ask them a few questions, um, one of which, do you have time to be an ambassador? 
And then um, we just go through a few questions with them. and um, But really, anybody is able to do that. So, yeah. Well, so Shane, in, in your role, it's great to support the chamber, but that, that connectivity with the chamber and all of the other businesses, I mean, you know, you talk about relationship building, that's a sweet spot, isn't it? It is. It's crucial. And uh, it, it's really um, great to, when you see them actually cut the ribbon. We, we've talked about this, but uh, uh, when you finance a business, and, and it doesn't have to be one that I did and one that anyone did, um, and you go and you see them cut the ribbon and see the joy that comes across their face uh, when their dream comes true, um, it's really special. And we have a lot of ribbon cuttings. I mean, I just told Pam we have one today at two o'clock. So uh, it seems like every day we have ribbon cuttings um, and, and it's, it's great. It's a real highlight of getting out in the community and seeing uh, their dreams come into reality. Well, it sounds like you guys are on the front line. You know, everybody, everybody's worried about inflation and, you know, two consecutive quarters of GDP decline. Right. How is that affecting people coming in to want to start businesses and borrow money and things like that? Yeah, that's a great question. I just got out of that meeting before I came here. Oh, um, good. We got uh, the latest. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, recession, or excuse me, inflation is, what, 8.5%? And, um, I lost track. Yeah, <laughs> and um, gas is, you know, it's amazing how, uh, what an indicator gas prices are. Um, gas has is, is come down a little bit. Will it continue to come down? Will it go back up? You mentioned uh, a recession, technically, by definition. That's what we're in right now. Um, but really, you know, we're still seeing loan growth. We're still seeing people borrow money. Um, and so we, we, as a bank, just have to be cautious, uh, be very selective about our loans and, and how we price those. But really, uh, loan growth is, is holding strong right now for us. Yeah, the price of gas my understanding, not an economist, that affects most people's disposable income, which means they may go out to dinner less or go to the movies less, which means there's less dollars circulating through the economy and everything starts to shrink a little bit. So as bankers, how do we, how do we fix that? <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, you know, it, it, gas affects, uh, like you said, how much we go out, how much people travel. You know, if you're uh, you know, in Rome, traffic's bad enough, but you live in Atlanta, like you were saying before we, we came on. And in Atlanta, look how many people are not in the HOV lane, right? Uh, I mean, they, they don't carpool. And so everybody has a car. Everybody's traveling. Um, it's one of those things, uh, you know, that sure, we'd like to be a greener in, uh, country, you know, uh, use more public transportation, but people are just going to travel. They're, it's not, you know, Pam just went to Europe, as we were talking about before. People are still going to get out and go. They're still going to travel. It's just uh, about how they find ways in their personal budget to make that happen with um, higher prices on everything. Uh, not just gas. I mean, milk, uh, bread, everything has gone up. I, you know, my mom was telling me recently, um, she went down to visit my grandmother and, uh, who was 93, I believe. And she was buying her some groceries and milk was $5 a gallon. Who would have ever thought that's where we are now. Um, well, David, is that something that you guys touch on in your, your advice and wealth management do you help people set up a budget so that they can invest more or is that too hands-on yeah that's a little more detailed than we really do yeah. we do talk to people about it and yeah. we do you know have those kind of conversations um but in terms of actually you know should you have four channels on comcast or should you use <laughs> direct tv or should you do yeah we don't we, we rarely get into that much detail so, but you can say, "Hey, look, sit around your kitchen table, reevaluate your budget, right, so right. that you can set some aside." Well, that's right. What is your disposable income? Can you look at something and say, you know, are we going through? Are, are we eating out more than we used to, or are we doing? Is there some other places we can tighten our belt so that we can 
do more in our retirement or more for later. Yeah, see, I think everybody needs a dozen streaming services. Well, that's <laughs> it. You know, or you I look agree. at your credit card. I've got, I've got three, I've got three children. Two are now out, but it seems like I've got four or five of those that are on my credit card every month. And I'm like, what is this? And of course, nobody knows. I don't know, Dad. I don't know. Well, I'm it's gonna cancel me. it, and that's how you find out who it is. Yeah. I, when, the, when the kids get out of the house, how do you untangle them from your family cell phone plan? God, God, that's <laughs> probably you, a whole I different career. I thought you were going to say Netflix because I was going to say you don't because I still use my parents. <laughs> uh, that, this works perfectly because on the way to school this morning, I told my girls that I was going to be on a podcast today, and of course, my ten-year-old knew exactly what it was, and she said, "Dad, could you work me into the podcast somehow?" So, Ava. Here you are. Um, and Hi, Ava. How are you? And, and, and we're going to talk about me canceling the Netflix subscri- subscription at my house, which I hear about quite a bit right now. So, yes, we, we do look at that as well. Ava, Ava, we're on your side. You get all the streaming services you want. Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Toy Plus. budget. Is there a toy budget? That, that's Courtney. That's my youngest one. Ice cream so, budget. Yeah. I was going to go the opposite way. No streaming services for you kids. Study. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm Team Ava. Earn, <laughs> earn those privileges. I, uh, I, I, I'm teasing. Hi, Ava. Thanks for listening. And, uh, you know, work hard and be kind. Um, and start investing early, Ava. Make good decisions, Ava. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Suddenly this has turned into a life advice. Yes, for, for, just for Ava. <laughs> for, for, for all of our regrets. Uh, what What is your guys' background? Um, like how did Shannon start with you? Sure. Sure. Uh, I'm from Rome, born and raised. Um, my grandfather, uh, way back in 1970, I believe he was the one that brought the shrimp boat to town. He said way back. Yeah. <laughs> that, that just seems like 20 years ago to me, but anyway, I'm sorry. No, yeah. The shrimp boat. Oh, yeah. classic. Yeah. He, uh, he brought the shrimp boat to town and then my parents, uh, moved over, uh, from Mississippi and bought it from him. And then I was born a few years later and, uh, Grew up here in Rome, uh, operating the cash register on Friday night at the shrimp boat. And uh, uh, are there photos of this? Uh, maybe, maybe. That um, sounds like something for the chamber website. It, is, it does. <laughs> yeah, and uh, then went to Georgia Southern University. Graduated there. Um, got married. My wife Laura is the principal at Elm Street here in Rome, and she and her family are from here as well. Um, we ended up moving to Texas and I worked for a, a fellow Roman out in Dallas for three years and, uh, came back to Rome about that time and, um, worked for family here for a little bit and then got into banking, uh, went back to shorter and got my MBA. And then, uh, about three years ago, Jamie talent called me and asked if I would be interested in coming over to river city. And it's been a great experience it really has. Well, it's quite possible that I handed you some cash one time. At, at you, you may have. You, you very well may have. It's amazing. You know, I learned to count back change at a very young age. And then uh, when I got into banking, I actually worked as a teller some. And, and uh, I had flashbacks uh, from counting change back at a young age. It's a, it's a lost art, I think, in today's world. It they is, just yeah. they, they punch in uh, how much you gave them on the register. And if it said mm-hmm. give back $100, they'd do it. Well, and even now, so many people pay with the digital stuff. And uh, I don't. I've used, I use cash rarely, you know, because there's Apple Pay and just swipe a credit card. You don't even think about it. Yeah. But, yeah, it is a lost art to make change. Right across the street here at El Zarape, Carlos's kids, he had every one of those kids work in the cash register growing up uh, at a young age. I mean, very young. And uh, so – yeah, and so that's my story. See, Carly Cash is, is <laughs> it's it's pieces of paper with presidents' pictures You're on just it. Showing how old you are. 
<laughs> and uh, there's coins with president's pictures on it. And it, <laughs> we're, so were you around with George Washington? <laughs> yeah, that's how far back I go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay, David, what is, what is your background? Well, we came to Rome about 30 years ago. I grew, this, grew up in Atlanta. This is a great story. Yeah. So uh, my wife grew up in southwest Georgia, and we got married in the early – we got married in 1990, and then early 90s we started looking to raise a family and decide where we wanted to live. And uh, 285 and Atlanta and had gotten bigger, and we saw how big it was going to be. And we were getting home later and later and trying to figure out how to get kids in that mix. And so we went looking for a place to raise a family. And so we looked at several different places in Georgia, which was my family was all in Atlanta. In fact, my parents had grown up there, and most of them, most everybody, cousins were there. But um, we went and looked a lot of different places and chose Rome. And uh, we're fortunate enough to kind of came up here and found jobs in a hurry. And uh, we've raised three children. We've got one left that's a junior at Rome High. So, so, and you have thrown yourself into town. You sure. know, with your involvement and everything. So, what what was the, like, the give me your give me your chamber of commerce picture? What was the allure of Rome to you and your wife that made you say this is home? Well, it was amazing to us. We came into town um, on Sunday afternoons. We'd go for drives. Uh, she had said, "Hey, if we stay within it, would you go an hour away? Would just you know, would you go two an hour, two hours away? Would you go, you know, close enough?" So we figured if we could go uh, Athens, Gainesville. Uh, Rome, anything like that. Well, we came into Rome um, and on a Sunday drive, drove up here on 411. It was beautiful. Drove around. It seemed like a beautiful place. A couple weeks later, we came up here for dinner. And this is what surprised us because we came in on a Saturday night and we had trouble finding a parking spot on Broad Street. And all across, at least in our views, most small towns had dried up, but they had just done the streetscape. And I think that was part of back before we got here, but they had just done a lot of that and so we came into town and we said, wow, this is something's going on here that's not going on in other towns. And even in her hometown in southwest Georgia, things were, you know, it was just getting, I don't know, people were moving out to the uh, the perimeters or the outer loops or whatever people were doing. And the, the towns were kind of drying up. So it was neat to, to come in here. So Yeah, it is a thriving downtown. It really is. And, and uh, it's had some turnover during those years, if you look back at it. You know, looking at back in the day, at that time, there were a lot of furniture stores or a lot of other bigger, you know, other boutiques, other places there. Um, and, you know, Rome's done a great job of of uh, finding other businesses. And then folks willing to live downtown in the last several years has been a, a great boon. Yeah, that's becoming a thing, too. Um, well, Shane, I wanted to circle back with you on, you talked about you had worked for a bigger bank. And... Then three years ago, I guess, came to River City. What are the what are the differences and and what makes River City better? Is it that is yeah. it that relationship building? It's a great question. Well, everything is local. I mean, there we go. You know, when I worked at a bigger bank, I had to pick up the phone and call Atlanta or Nashville or Orlando or, or Charlotte or wherever. Um, and so, you know, uh, coming over to a, a local, a true community bank, everything is right here. And, um, you know, when I'm out knocking on doors or calling people, I really feel like, and I know that the bank has the best interest of, of those people in mind. Um, you're not just a number. Uh, we truly care about, um, the relationship and how to help you and your family and your business grow. And, um, the, the customer service that we provide is just, it's, it's next level. Um, I had a, a young man call me about a car loan. Um, I guess it was Tuesday 
and he was in Atlanta and he's from Rome, but he wanted to do business with us. And so, um, you know, I offered to meet him in Cartersville or Kennesaw with the loan docs and the, and the check that day. So he could go buy his car. Um, ultimately, ultimately it didn't work out. The deal fell through on his car, but we at least put that out there and he knew that we were willing to meet him halfway just to make the, make the deal work. He didn't have time for us to overnight the documents and, and him send those back. So I'll be happy to come to you. Not to put you guys on the spot, because what is the history of the bank? Uh, the bank was founded in 2006. Yeah. Um, and so um, I believe the first president was Eddie Wilson. Um, and then Roger Smith was a longtime president who retired uh, in 2019. And then uh, Jamie Talent uh, took over, and uh, the growth has just been uh, unbelievable. Um, that's one reason I chose to, to come there um, if I was going to pick a community bank to work for. I really wanted to work for Jamie. Um, he, you know, his, his family um, has strong banking roots and he knows how to grow a bank. And uh, like I said, we've already opened another location in Blairsville. And uh, as he likes to say, those are our two goalposts and we want to connect everything in between. So that's our goal. Yeah. So where, where are you located in Rome? Uh, we are at uh, the corner of 2nd Avenue, uh, 228 um, North 2nd Avenue is our exact address uh, right across the street from Barron Stadium. Right across the river. Yeah, the old <laughs> former uh, Rome seed and feed location for all the old school Rome people out there. They'll know, know that spot. Um, and so what do you guys do besides a podcast like this? How do you, how do you connect with the community? Social media? Do you advertise? How do you market yourselves? We do. We do all those things. Um, we have a strong social media presence. Uh, we advertise. We're heavily involved in the community, heavily involved in the chamber. Um, in, in any way we can put our name out there and be a part of things, uh, we do it. And so uh, being headquartered right here in downtown Rome, uh, you can't miss us. And uh, we get out and go to as much as we can, as often as we can. And they're hosting a business after hours. We are. September. Thank you. Yeah, September 27th, um, we're going to host um, a business after hours. Uh, from 4.30 to 6.30 uh, at the bank, and it's in honor of Hispanic Heritage Month. And that's a chamber... It's a chamber event, event. Yes. And they just... So, uh, uh, Pam, I'm sure we've talked about this before, but when did you become president of the chamber? How long have you been there? December 1st. Yeah. So, how's it going? <laughs> it's still really busy, but it's great. <laughs> yeah, well, you guys, you always talked about the, uh, the ribbon cuttings, because uh, a year or two ago, there was this monstrous membership drive you went over a thousand members so talk about that growth and all the ribbon cuttings and how the chamber is doing these days yeah so still growing you know i think covid scared everybody i think um people not knowing what was going to happen with um personal budgets and inflation etc but we had the membership campaign. We brought on new people, but we continue to bring on new people. And this lovely lady beside me is why we're bringing in new people. So, so it's that burst of, burst of youthful energy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Keeps me going every day. Um, I think we joked with her yesterday. Until you say no, she's going to keep coming back. And so. I really do mean that. I, I will <laughs> only say that. I have that bulldog energy. Aww. And that's the only thing I'll say about that. <laughs> um, but continuing to grow. And I think that's for a lot of different reasons. I think Rome is a great community and it's growing. And then I think, again, going back to COVID, I think a lot of people realized, you know, they were looking for what made them happy. And we did have people quit their jobs and open businesses because they'd always dreamed of opening a business. And they just went out on that limb and did it. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's. Um, I keep coming back to David's story about how he and his wife decided we're going to go pick a town to raise a family. And, you know, some people decide, oh, you know, we're going to go to Colorado or, you know, sure. Alaska or Hawaii or something. But uh, in Rome, one year, whatever whatever playoff format you had to whittle it down <laughs> to one, whatever your March Madness was. Um, but uh, I wanted to do want to circle back around to uh, the process of customers at RCB Wealth Management. Right. Take me through it. I, I, well, I've, I've got some money and I don't know what to do with it. I come knock on your door and say, please help. Sure, sure. Well, we will sit down and we will ask you lots of questions before we make a recommendation. Okay. I want to know what your goals are. I want to know what your objectives are. I want to know what your experience is. I want to know what you're trying to attain because until I Early read, retirement. Right. Yeah. Sooner <laughs> rather than week. later. That's right. Sooner <laughs> rather than later. That's right. And, and then setting up a plan for that. So what have you done so far? How is that invested? Do you have other places that you've got investments? Are they uh, what you need to be investing in? Um, and then look at that and, and make some suggestions based on what we've talked about, based on your risk tolerance, based on what you're trying to do. And uh, do you find yourself having to kind of hold people's hands when the market gets all shaky and drops? And- <laughs> well, and in the last couple, yeah. well, I was telling somebody the other day, we do a lot of check-in calls too. Yeah. Calling people and say, hey, I'm just calling to check in, seeing what's happened in the last couple of months. We've got a plan in place. You know, let's talk. And so, you know, we look and see what what are their concerns, what is the issue, make sure what we've set in place is still appropriate. Has anything changed? Do we need to tweak anything or not? But that's so, part of it. Um, the famous comedian Jeff Foxworthy, who has the lines, you might be a redneck if. Right. One of my favorite lines of his if your retirement plan is to win the lottery, yes. you might be. <laughs> well, that's right. So we need something beyond hoping. To well, that's right. We're back lottery. to that concept of, yes, monthly contributions better. Uh, you should still play the lottery. Yeah, it's sure. yeah. <laughs> those, are your, those are your hyper-aggressive investments and in that you uh, you can go in and put your you know $5 down or whatever on a Friday or Saturday night. You find that immediately. Hey, somebody whether you're a, going somebody back to work. Billion, somebody won a billion dollars that's right. last month. We, we find right. out whether we're going to work on Monday. Uh, based on how Saturday night's <laughs> yeah. drawing went. Uh, and so, you know, and, and people are out there and they do groups. You know, you see these things where, oh, yeah, I'm, I've, uh, I'm in with a group of people that are, that are doing that. But, yeah. I had a coworker one time with a company car, and uh, we were talking about the lottery. Hey, Bruce, what are you going to do if, if you win the lottery? First thing I'm going to do is gonna, I'm going to call our boss and tell him to come get this car out of my, out of my yard because <laughs> I'm done working. Um, but, yeah, it's, it takes planning and it does, and, and it's the personal touch. I think Shane talked about that very well in the sense that we get to know you first. And so we find out either either we've met you through some organization that we've been a part of. We're very active. All of us are very active in the community. We're a part of things that matter to us, um, whether we've been on um, different boards for different nonprofits or been active in our children's schools or coached football done whatever it is we've interacted for most of our lives so people know us or they get referred to us from somebody that they trust and so we've built those relationships and everybody has a unique circumstance so the fact sure. that you go through this question and sure. answer to because everybody some people are married some people have more kids some people you depends upon your income it depends upon your goals that's right so you, and you depend take on what, all of that that's right you take into effect whatever is happening in their lives because um, you know something that works in, in your life may not be what's most important in mine and so, and there's a changing, changing demographic, changing dynamic in families. There's, there's always flux. 
And so, and then, you know, what do you do when mom and dad get a certain age and they need some help? And how do you help with that? And, and not necessarily where we actually do that, but I've talked to several people in our, our age group, our parents are getting older and they're starting to need extra help. How do you help that group? As they call them, the sandwich generation. How do you help them take care of their parents, make sure they're safe? And then how do you take care when you've got two kids at college that you're trying to to pay for that. So, you know, that kind of stuff. And it, it, at least just to sit down and have a, uh, somebody to talk to and here are some best practices or here's how people handle these kind of situations. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. And most people put it off and they don't need to do that. That's uh, right. Yeah. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's kind of go around and get some final thoughts, make sure everybody's touched on everything they, they, they want to touch on. Um, and contact information, Maybe website, social media for the bank, uh, how people can do business with you. Shane, we can we can start with you. Um, any final thoughts? Uh, I, I think we've covered it. Just a reminder about the business uh, after hours, September 27th at the bank at 430 uh, in honor of uh, Hispanic Heritage Month. Uh, you can contact me uh, through our bank website, which is rivercity.bank. Uh, you can also contact me uh, directly, 706-314-2055. Uh, what is your home address? <laughs> <laughs> you can also... Uh, <laughs> He's speechless. <laughs> you can also uh, contact Pam, and she can find me. And her home address is Old East Rome. And, uh, that, was, that was nice. <laughs> uh, I think uh, you can also find us through uh, our Facebook page as well. Uh, and LinkedIn, we're we're on both of those. What did we do before social media? Well, that's right. And uh, <laughs> same thing here. We're at the same um, website, but just <laughs> click on wealth management, and you'll see us. And you can see there's actually um, a picture of the three advisors, each of us, and our contact information. But um, phone number seven zero six two three six three five three six. Pam, any final thoughts from you? No, I'm just glad I got to come today. It's been a long time since I've been here. So Yeah, well, Carly's been doing a fantastic job. I agree. Thanks for having her all the time. <laughs> well, that's that, the nicest thing you've said to me, Roger. <laughs> yeah, that's up to you. I don't care who the, I don't care who the chamber brings, but <laughs> uh, final thoughts, Carly? Contact uh, information? Well, you can obviously find us at Rome Rome GA. I always say Georgia cuz it's ga.com. Um and look at all our events we have some ribbon cuttings at the end of August coming up and then September we're kind of getting back into the jive of Paul's football crazy. yeah football a lot of business after hours um lots of ribbon cuttings which is super exciting and then you can always follow us on social media as well which is Rome Floyd Chamber well the ribbon cuttings are just a sign of constant business growth and development I guess some celebrate anniversaries and so uh it's kind of a weird way to gauge the 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 strength of the local economy i guess um maybe i'm for sure yeah. um okay and can i say one more thing i just want to say for anyone who does not bank at river city just come by and say hello to us sometime uh you know just because you don't bank with us doesn't mean you can come by and and, and uh, introduce yourself learn more about us and uh and see how we can help you we'd love to have you just uh, come in and say hi well, thanks, everybody. Thanks, Ava, for listening. <laughs> uh, we appreciate it. You've been listening to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios on Broad Street, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you so much for listening.